I'm Mackenzie Cooper, and welcome back to another episode of the Everything In Between podcast. For today's episode, I'm joined with Miss Christina Mata. What's up? And we're going to be talking about introverts and extroverts and how the pandemic has affected us. Um, before we do that, Chris, do you want to give us a little introduction about yourself? Well, obviously, my name is Chris, and I used to go to Mount Sai, fun fact, but I moved. Mackenzie and I have been friends for a few years now, and I absolutely love her personality. Oh. And the minute I found out that she was doing a podcast, I immediately, immediately, when she asked for like people who wanted to be on it, I said, I want to be on it. Give me topics. I am there. And so this is where we're at. <laughs> when did your school shut down? My school shut down <laughs> middle of March. Middle of March, yeah. It was the same for us. So we've been at home for almost two months now it'll be like two months in a week or two how are you doing okay honestly so my personality I am both I'm introverted and extroverted I'm introverted when I need to recharge so when I know my I know my limit when I've been with people way too long I can be with people for a few hours so school perfectly fine for me because obviously I need to be in that standpoint and I need to be able to work with people But when I know that I'm, you know, on the verge of, you know, a quote-unquote breakdown, I need to go home and recharge and be in my bed. So this quarantine is weird because I'm with people all the time, but I'm not at the exact same time. Because I'm not with the people that I'm usually with. So my friends and, you know, obviously my boyfriend, I'm not with them all the time. And so I'm just home with my family. And it's been okay, honestly. My introverted self is like having a blast. (laughs) you know binge watching netflix hulu disney plus because obviously um i've actually been like reading books i've you know already finished oh my gosh i'm in the middle of reading the great gatsby i've definitely been on that netflix grind i just finished outer banks yesterday which i started like a day it took me like just one day of straight watching that to finish it but yeah, I think there's like there's definitely pros and cons to this whole pandemic thing. The obvious con being that it is a massive plague and a lot of people are dying. And that super sucks because there's not much we can do. Um, and healthcare yeah. workers are kicking butt on the front lines. So shout out to them because that's an intense job and it doesn't... Like, not everybody mm-hmm. can do that. Yeah. My dad is to kind of like bring that to like real standpoint my dad he works in two different hospitals Mm. and he is a security guard and so he has to like literally talk to all of these patients and they have two trailers outside of each hospital for like cleaning stations to clean them before they even come in the hospital um as well as for like the people who are going in my dad is going to work with an n95 mask a surgical mask replacing his mask so often during the day hand sanitizing he has a bleach and water mixture in a squirt bottle and squirts down his desk every 30 to 45 minutes we have immune compromised people in my family around where he lives so he just mm-hmm. wants to make sure that they aren't getting sick because he works in a hospital like he works where everyone is going and yeah. his state is uh, is second highest on the list oh, for cases so he's being super safe and super like cautious like telling people like please stay away like I don't want to be rude, but, you know, trying to be, like, safe. And, oh, my gosh. Like, he's told me so many horror stories. He's like, I want you guys to stay safe. They're seeing such horrors, and you can, there's so much your mind can take. 
of mm-hmm. how much you can see that's so traumatizing. And, oh, my gosh. Props to first responders because I don't think I have the guts to do that. Kind of segueing off of that and going into the more, like, mental health side of things, mm-hmm. what's your day-to-day, like, thought process with all this going on? Uh, it depends if it's a weekday or a weekend. During the week, I wake up at around 8.39 just to make sure I have school. Today, I got to sleep in because I didn't have a first period, but that's not always that's not always the case. But um, today was one of the lucky days where I got to sleep in a little bit. Even though it wasn't super, super late, I still got to sleep in a little, which was super nice. I kind of just, like, wake up and I carry on with the day as the new normal until this entire thing blows over. I don't like using the term blow over, but that's kind of what we got to use for this. It's like, till this all ends, this is the new normal. Kind of just getting up and I know that it's really hard, especially people with mental illness, like, to get getting up every day. Oh, yeah, that's 100%. one of the hardest that's one of the hardest things to do is getting up and I completely understand that props to people who are dealing with mental health during this time and actually waking up and getting out of bed whether it's to make coffee go to the bathroom put water on their face so they fully wake up like I know those are hard steps to take and props to them just like everyone else I have my bad days so I do there are days where I just like Chris you like you gotta get up <laughs> there's no mm-hmm. other way around it like Chris you gotta get up and I just kind of push through it. I know that's not yeah. always the easiest thing, but you just kind of got to push through that really sickening feeling in your gut. Because, you know, the feeling in your gut, yeah. you're just like, like, it's like a massive pit or knot in the bottom of your stomach mm-hmm. telling you just stay in bed. And you just kind of, I just push through that feeling, trying, just like Chris, just focus on the good, focus on the good, which I know is so hard right now, but... Whether it's, like, my sister and I, we started a garden. Or read a book, like, read something happy. Or watch something really funny on Netflix. I know, for me, finding something that makes me feel better automatically switches my mood. Now, one of the things that I found to be super difficult with quarantine is during the, what used to be normal part of my life, there were things that I could wake up and look forward to. And that's kind of what got me out of bed because I deal with a little bit of mental health stuff too. And having that outside influence of like, you get to see your friends today or you get to see your boyfriend or like have practice. Like there are things that I now don't get to look forward to that suck. But as somebody who is not wildly extroverted, I can sit at home and spend hours on a creative project and not be bothered. I spent like nine hours on a puzzle, lost track of time, finished, and I was like, that felt great. My siblings, to pass the time, they built first a 100-piece puzzle, and then Mm -hmm. they convinced my mom to get a 300-piece puzzle (laughs) that took them a day and a half to finish. (laughs) But I'm somebody who's a crazy puzzle person, so I whipped out my 1,000-piece puzzle, and I was like, I'm starting... Yeah, I started at like 11 in the morning, and I finished around 10 at night, and I was like... I'm done. Like, I personally don't have the patience for puzzles, and that kind of just goes with my, like, need to always be on the move. I personally love word searches to pass the time. I doing, like, my mom bought word search books, and I hunkered down, and I, what's, like, I found, like, three words in about, like, two minutes. I think the only thing that can keep people going is, like, learning new hobbies. Oh, Honestly, yeah. like, in this time... Do something that you love. Like, for you, that's puzzles and sewing. 
And like for me, like my uncle got me a ukulele. So I'm learning how to play the ukulele during this quarantine because why not? <laughs> like, I think yeah. that is like what people need to do. And like hanging out with family. People are realizing that this is the time to reconnect with your family. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your siblings, your mom, your dad, cousins, um, just like having that family interaction and just being with them and being present. Yeah. Since there's no other distractions of the outside world really coming into play anymore. Yeah, it's definitely been a relief on my anxiety because I have, um, it's not as bad anymore. It used to be pretty bad, but I have mm-hmm. like minor FOMO. Um, and when other people are out, like, hanging out and get to do all these cool experiences, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. And now I'm sitting at home, and I'm, like, straight vibing just by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll text people when I, like, want to talk to people, but for the most part, I'm, like, in my own cocoon, and I don't have this, like, outside little, like, distraction that's hitting my anxiety and being like, you're not doing this. You can't go do that. It's like nobody yeah. can do that. You're just sitting at home, like, making the best of the time that you have, and that's how it is. I think it's been really difficult, too, to, like, separate school and home now, because I'm used to waking up at, like, the butt crack of dawn and then getting ready for school and going to school and then learning for seven hours and then coming back home and being able to, like, get back into comfy clothes and have that separation of, like... I did my dues, but with everything being at home, it's so difficult to just get out of bed in the morning and be like, well, now I have to school, but I don't get to see any of my friends. I don't get to go to practice. Yeah. I don't get to like do all the fun things. For me, like you, I'm like, I want to get out. I want to be active. Like I miss having that daily routine of getting up at 6 a.m., going mm-hmm. to school by 7.30, like starting class and then being out by 2.15 and then coming home getting back in my sweatpants if I didn't wear any to school mm-hmm. and getting started on my work and then having the rest of the day to myself. But now it's such minimal work because they can't require so much mm-hmm. that you're just kind of bored. Like I did a workout on Saturday. I built myself a workout. I was like, okay, Chris, like you're going to do this. And I built myself like a 15 minute workout to do and you don't need weights or anything, and it was working out every part of my body, like my legs, my arms, my core, Mm -hmm. my heart, because cardio, important. People forget Mm -hmm. about cardio, but you need to make sure your heart working properly. And I just, like, did that because I just, like you said, like, I needed that exercise, and I've been staying in bed so much because of this quarantine because I have nothing better to do, and people are, they're like, oh, my God, I wish I had, like, my quote-unquote summer body but they're not have excuses right now like if you want your summer body go get it also anybody is a summer body i'm gonna just throw that in there you put a bikini or a swimsuit on a body and that's just a swimsuit body if you want to like improve how you look and feel go for it but you also don't need to live up to a society standard exactly if you saw what jacqueline hutzinger's been posting um, honestly, shout outs to her. She changed her entire demeanor on social media. On I Instagram, love she's it. she said that she's so over of fitting um the quote unquote ideal social media person and she completely yeah. changed. She was like, I wanna post what I wanna post and I wanna post what makes me feel good. So screw everyone else and I absolutely fell in love with the idea. That's to go with like what you were saying, like if you don't think you have a summer body 
everyone has a summer body. If you want to improve your body and feel like to your own standards, go for it, honey. Yeah, I saw her post the other day and I like watched the video that she had posted about like her and her wanting to like break the societal norm. And I was like, girl, this is amazing. I love And I, love that. I even messaged her. I was like, this is awesome. I love that you're doing this. Like, keep it up. And it's just so cool because especially in high school, it's difficult to like know who you are. And for her to be so out there and being like, I'm going to do me. Like, that's really inspirational. Yes. Especially because social media, everyone is so fake. Even me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not even going to, like, take myself out of this. There are some times that I want to post something and I'm like, you know, this is not going to fit what people want to see. Or people are going to think I'm weird. And honestly, like, it's so dumb that we all think that. Now's the best time rather than any to just be you because you know what? Like, who cares? Honestly. Also, if you post something, like, it's not like you're going to see that person in person anytime soon. Exactly. Post what you want to post. I mean, I love photography, so obviously my account is designed to be in a certain realm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that doesn't mean, like, there's, like, photos that I think are a little bit weird or, like, not the traditional, like, visco girl style that everybody wants Completely, to see. Yeah. But I'm like, this is cool. I want people to see them. And so I post them. But for the people who are, like, turning their main Insta into a mix of, like, main Insta and Finsta, go off. Because you're doing so much more than I could do. I think now is a great time to use social media in a way that's not going to hurt. Because Mm -hmm. there's so many things out there that are already really detrimental to our mental health and are really affecting us right now. And if you can shed a little bit of light or just, like, do something that makes you feel happy, do it. Like, Mm -hmm. that is just, it's going to make your life a whole lot better. Because there's already so much toxicity within social media, whether that's you're using TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. Like, honestly, all of those have at least a little bit of toxicity. And the more that we can be more honest and more real, I feel like it mm-hmm. just removes so much of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the bittersweet thing with this whole quarantine is that everybody doesn't have access to the same things that they would normally, and we're seeing it even with, like, late-night talk shows and all of these celebrities who are on it. Like, they're so much more dialed down than they would normally be. Like, you're seeing yes. people with their grown-out roots, with their without their lash extensions. Like, everybody is just... yeah being their more authentic self and sharing it on social media because that's pretty much the only way we can connect right now. It's awesome to see everybody being more themselves on social media than they would be. And, like, if you want to get yourself glammed up and do a little photo shoot and, like, post about it, I'm all here for it. I did that. But at the moment, I've been wearing the same sweatshirt for five days in a row. And if anybody's asking, I'll tell them. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been disgusting. My hygiene minimum mm-hmm. that's also because I don't have to see anybody yeah this pandemic is doing honestly more good than harm like yes it's very deadly but it's helping all sorts of people one being them true selves not only in person but on like what they put on social media mm-hmm. as well as the earth have you seen like the reports about what they're doing on the earth like what's happening people are cleaning oh, yeah. the ocean Global warming slowly on the climb down. Obviously not as much as we'd love it to be, but it's on the climb yeah. down because no one's driving 
factories are being shut down because you can't have more than like 10 people in a group. All the animals are coming back. They're coming back to their natural habitat. I understand that this pandemic is a horrible and it's causing us all to be not social distancing, but physical distancing. But this is helping with a lot of different issues that we didn't really focus on until now. Yeah, it's very bittersweet. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very, very bittersweet. Because it definitely depends on your situation and who you are. Like, us introverts, we're kind of just chilling. We're just doing our thing. Because we're used to this. I don't know about you, but for me, like, just FaceTiming somebody or texting them these days is enough physical interaction for me. Yeah! Like, I'll FaceTime my boyfriend, and I'll FaceTime him for, like, an hour, and I'll be like, okay, like, I'm good, like, you can go do your thing, and he's like, no, Mm -hmm. I want to talk, and I'm like, okay, because, like, that is enough for me, honestly, and there are people like, no, I need the, like, physical touch, and I understand that. To go with, like, introvert and extrovert, it also has to do with love languages, I feel. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm a mix between introvert and extrovert, but Mm -hmm. my love languages are also, like, quality time, physical touch words of affirmation and like acts of service like those are my like love languages obviously like help with me being an introvert and extrovert and so I feel like this is also time for if you don't know if you're an introvert and extrovert look at your love languages to figure out yeah go online and take a test find out like what percent introverted versus extroverted you are Mm -hmm. Uh, take your love language test I made my boyfriend and I both take it because I wanted to be like What's your love language? Because I thought I knew. And I was like, I think it's this one. And then he took it and it was right. But for me, like words of affirmation and quality time are two of the biggest ones. Like I could spend an hour on FaceTime with you and like you could text me a cute little paragraph and I'd be like relatively okay. Yeah. Like, obviously, I still want to see friends and family and boyfriend in person, but mm-hmm. I'm so introverted that the bare minimum works. I totally agree with that. Since I can't see my boyfriend, him and I have come up with a movie date. So we both either, I pick a movie if, if he, we both decide that it's my day. He picks a movie or we both agree on a movie. Then I stream it on my TV and I prop my phone up at an angle to where he can see the movie and I'm not blocking it. And we watch a movie and that's our version of a movie date. Since we can't see that. each other and we can't actually go to a movie theater. We get creative because that's our love language is like quality time. Both of us, that's Mm -hmm. one of our top is quality time with each other. And physical touch is both of ours, which is super beneficial in our relationship because like obviously like we're both okay with just like random hugs or like holding Mm -hmm. my hand. So that's our version of quality time. Like you said, like FaceTiming him, me as well. Like I'll just randomly call him. I'll be like, hey, I really missed you. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to (laughs) talk? Sometimes like I'll just call up people and be like, yo, what's up? But one of the things that I've started doing with my boyfriend to kind of use this time to get to know each other a little bit more, because I think once you're in a relationship for a while, you kind of just have the base conversations of like, how was your day? How are you feeling? Just checking in. And things kind of get a little bit routine. So every night this past week, I have texted him a question. And that could be about our relationship or about me or about life in general and I ask him a question and then he answers it he asks me a question and then I answer it and so we're getting to know each other a little bit more and each other's thinking processes a little bit more and it changes up the dynamics of the conversation which is super fun my boyfriend and I we do the question game so I'll ask him a question especially when him and I were best friends I would Mm -hmm. be like okay what's your favorite color what's your favorite movie and we do like before that was what we did we did the basic questions 
And now that we're in a relationship, I'll ask him more serious questions like, how do you feel about this? What do you think about this component of our relationship? Like how you and yours are doing. And I think that's such a productive way to benefit your relationship during this quarantine. Even if you can't see your significant other. It's nice to be able to reconnect to people. And definitely part of the struggle that I've been having during this whole quarantine thing is because I'm so introverted, a lot of times when I'm by myself, I don't really reach out to people. I have a hard time, like, straight up texting somebody and be like, hi, how are you? Because it takes a lot of energy out of me. So I've definitely gone weeks without texting some of my friends, and the only person I'm communicating to is my boyfriend. And, like, I'm on group chats with people, and they'll be, like, having conversations, and I, like, chime in every once in a while, and then I chime out. And I've definitely had people come up to me or had people text me and they're like, are you mad at me or something? And I'm like, no, I'm just wildly introverted and (laughs) have cocooned myself off and I'm sorry for not texting you. I'm just kind of vibing by myself. I've definitely been trying to make more of an effort to text friends or just reach out to people that I want to be better friends with and check in on them. I think the people that we need to really check up on during this pandemic is our extroverts because... You and I, since we're both introvert and extrovert, we can we can bounce between. And obviously right now our introverted side is like, heck yeah, like, but the extroverts are like, what am I supposed to do during this quarantine? I can't see people. Like, my sister is an extrovert, so I'll be like, hey, you want to go for a drive? And her and I will just drive. And my mom understands, because she understands that with me, I, she knows that I'm okay with being inside, but she knows that my sister is not, and she needs she mm-hmm. needs to be let out. I think it's really interesting to see how the different groups of people adjust because in a normal day-to-day like extroverts are thriving like they're around people they're like having the time of their life and for introverts it's really hard like I've definitely been hanging out with extroverted friends and been like when are we gonna stop for today like when are things gonna slow down so that I can have a moment to breathe Um, and then things did slow down and my extroverted friends are freaking out at home. Because introverts are used to, like, the slow-paced things. Ooh, I'm going to give an analogy. Extroverted people are like SpongeBob. Introverted people are like Gary. I feel like SpongeBob is a very um, eccentric character, and he's very mm-hmm. not only eclectic with his people, because he has Sandy as a friend, he has Squidward, even though Squidward wants to punch him in the gut every day. Um, he has Patrick. He's very much like, let's go do something. Let's go catch jellyfish. Let's sing our campfire song. Like, all that jazz. And then Gary's just kind of like, meow. And I feel like we need to check up on our Spongebobs. <laughs> we do need to check up on our Spongebobs. 100%. But at the same time, like, while we check up on our Spongebobs, once this is over, Spongebobs, y'all better help your Gary's. Yes! Because us Gary's are going to have a really hard time transitioning back into society when we're already so comfortable with what we're doing right now one of the things that i've been thinking of and when i first saw those posts about like introverts help your extrovert friends Mm -hmm. i definitely thought to myself the extrovert friends should help the introvert friends too like sometimes we shelter ourselves off and we don't mean to do it but it happens Mm -hmm. like me i shelter myself off quite a bit But I'm still like, oh, these people are my friends. And the extroverts Mm -hmm. are probably like, why is she not talking to me? Does she hate me? Yeah, like, is she mad? And that's when we check in and we're like... We here. We good. 
I'm breathing. I'm alive. With that being said, any last words? Any shout-outs? What's your Instagram if people want to go follow you? My Instagram is chris.mata, if y'all want to peep it. Well, thank you so much for joining me and having this chat. I think it's really important to just, like, put this kind of stuff out there because everybody's going through a lot right now. And I know personally, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it is nice to be able to talk to people and know that they're going through something similar and have somebody to relate to. Yes, completely agree. This isn't about, this pandemic isn't about social distancing because social distancing refers to, like, completely cutting off everyone. It's about physical distancing. Mm -hmm. and I it's better to help people because we're a community not a singular human yeah so with that being said everybody check in on your Gary's and your Spongebob's make sure that (laughs) your friends are doing okay and I will see you next time for another episode of the everything in between podcast